Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Plant Alley recording for the month of January. This month, I will be sharing with you a plant that I have been calling upon myself for the past few days um, as I've been under the weather and staving off or <laughs> maybe less staving off and more working through a respiratory infection. So I'm going to just jump right into everything. Um, I'm sure many of you have heard and have worked with this plant before. This is rosemary, and it's a great plant to keep around all year round. It's a great plant to grow in the garden. Um, obviously a wonderful culinary herb. And then, of course, as I was alluding to, it has a wonderful amount of medicinal action as well. So rosemary is in the mint family. It's one of our woody mints. It gets pretty bushy and big when left to its own devices and given the right climate and growing conditions. The botanical name is Rosemarinus officinalis, and Rosemarinus is referring to where it's naturalized, where rosemary has been native to. So Rosemarinus means dew of the sea. And rosemary, although we can grow it all over the place now, it's native to coastal regions, warm, sunny coastal regions. So you want to think of the Mediterranean, places like Italy and even the south of France and Greece and Corsica. This is where rosemary has really had its longest history of use in a culinary capacity as well as a medicinal one. And as I mentioned, it likes the coast. So it grows by the sea. Um, usually it's found on kind of cliff sides or just sandy, rocky soils that are very well drained and exposed to a lot of sunlight. And it gets its water, um, it gets its the, the need of its water from the ocean. So from the wind blowing the sea spray off the ocean, um, from the fog lifting off the ocean in the morning, things like that. So as you can imagine, rosemary, being that it prefers that type of climate and that type of watering pattern and that type of soil, it does best in those conditions or in conditions that you can best mimic those in. Um, if you want to cultivate it in your own garden. So you want to think of well-drained sandy soil. You want to think of full sun. You want to think of, if not sea spray, <laughs> just a little bit of water. It doesn't need a lot. Imagine that every time you water it, you're just giving it a little bit of that sea spray. So... As I said earlier, rosemary can get quite big left up to its own devices. And I find that rosemary has a very independent, very strong spirit. So it grows very quickly. It's very easy to grow. However, um, you do want to leave it alone a little bit. So rosemary is a very warming and drying plant. And you can tell that, you know, based on Sure, the way it looks, but also where it's native to, right? It grows on the warm coastline in sandy, dry, well-drained soil. Um, 
And so when you think about how to work with rosemary, when to call rosemary into a medicinal regimen for yourself or for someone that you know, you want to think of it for conditions that are cold or cool and that are damp or wet because it's going to help to balance those and help to get some things moving, get some things drying, get some stagnation cleared. So this is going to operate on both a physiological level as well as an emotional and mental level and a spiritual level as well. Um, And there are many ways that you can think about this. So for instance, a cold condition, physiologically speaking, is going to be something like, um, let's see, something that's like phlegmy, something that's not really moving, that's been lingering for a really long time. And a wet condition is also going to have that phlegm, like extra mucus quality to it. And so that's a great example of when you would want to bring rosemary in for something that's been kind of like compacted, kind of lingering for a while, not going anywhere, um, and something that's got some wet or some damp to it. Another way you can think about this is in terms of depression. So depression is considered to be a cold state. um, And maybe this depression has a lot of crying involved, which is obviously quite wet. And so rosemary might be a great plant to call in for a condition where someone is feeling really low and really down um, and can't stop crying. So just use your imagination when you think about ways in which warm and dry could be applied in a person or in a condition. Um, It can be pretty metaphorical and pretty poetic. So don't be afraid to think about things in that term, or those terms rather, when you think about plants. So of course, I'm imagining most people have tasted or smelled rosemary in their lives, and I'm sure all of you who have notice how aromatic this plant is, and that's a huge part of its medicine. It's got this pungent aromatic quality to it that's almost a little bit spicy. It's not spicy like cayenne, but it does have a bit of a kick to it, and I think you can really taste that in something like the tincture or when you nibble on a fresh leaf right off the branch. Um, It also has a slightly astringent and slightly bitter flavor as well. And the bitter I find is kind of like an undertone that, um, same with the astringency, that gets in the kind of back part of the flavor because of the pungent aromatic being so overarching. And because it's got such an aromatic and pungent quality to it. This plant is considered diffusive. It's considered to be a stimulant in a lot of ways. So less so a stimulant like coffee, which for some sensitive people, it might make them feel really stimulated. So just experiment with that. Um, But it does get things moving. So it's a circulatory stimulant, a digestive stimulant, a stimulating diaphoretic, which means that it helps to warm the body from the inside out, 
opening the pores and helping to release trapped heat. And so it's a great plant to call on during a fever for that reason, to help break the fever. Um, It also stimulates while simultaneously relaxing the nervous system. So a lot of mints do this. A lot of aromatic plants tend to do this. Um, But it really does help to bring this balance in. Sometimes you need to be relaxed in order to get things moving. And sometimes you need to get moving in order to be relaxed. And so the way that I tend to describe this to people is that there are certain aspects of the nervous system which need to be um, pumped up in order for there to be a sense of relaxation and comfort. Um, And there are certain parts that need to be relaxed in order for there to be any kind of like focused movement. And as I mentioned, a lot of mints will do this and you'll find that um, a lot of literature describes it as both. And so don't be too confused about it. It just is something that I think is difficult for us to describe because we're used to thinking of things as very polarizing. Um, But this plant is just so good at bringing a sense of balance. So I can give a concrete example and then I'll move on. But you might want to think about this in terms of like, okay, you are someone that tends to be quite distracted. So you're trying to get your homework done and you just keep seeing like, oh, this thing over here, this thing over here, this thing over here, this thing over here, and you won't just sit still. And so you're like, okay, I need some rosemary. And so you take some rosemary and it helps to relax your nervous system enough that you stop going from thing to thing to thing while simultaneously stimulating your ability to find clarity and focus in the work that you have to do. So think about rosemary working like that in various capacities. Um, Because there's just so many different ways of working with rosemary, both as a culinary herb and as a medicinal, there are so many recipes you will find as well. And this goes for the kind of like basic herbal things you'll find like infused oils and tinctures and oxymels and teas. But rosemary also makes amazing incense. It makes a great, great salve. I love the salve, especially for old wounds that just like won't heal. (laughs) Um, It makes a great liniment really beautiful um, facial and body care, any kind of product, whether it's a lotion, a body butter, um, a face toner, things like that. Rosemary is great for. So I think that when we have a plant that has so many different ways of being prepared and so many different ways of using it to me that always signifies that it's got a very long and intricate history of usage um and that it just has such a strong personality and a very effective personality in the body and in the spirit so that's just a little bit about 
how we can start thinking about rosemary's medicine. And I'm just going to jump into going into a little bit more specific about some of my favorite uses for it. So I'll start with my respiratory stuff because that's one of the reasons why I've been working with rosemary personally. Um, so yeah, I have had this cold for a few days. It's been about a week, if I'm going to be honest. It started coming on about a week ago, um, and now I'm finally starting to feel better. Um, and so at the, towards the end of this little bug that I've had, I started to bring in rosemary as a way to help stimulate this um, relief of my chest congestion and my sinus congestion, but it felt more lung-oriented to me, my cold anyway. Um, and so you can think of rosemary for the lungs because, again, it's such an aromatic herb that anytime we have an aromatic herb, it just immediately brings in this diffusive, expansive quality. And so because rosemary both relaxes and stimulates at the same time, it was helping me to relax my chest so that I wasn't coughing as much, but that when I did cough, it was very productive. So you can think about this for coughs that aren't going anywhere or that don't seem to be, as I mentioned, productive, which means they're not getting anything up and out of you. Um, so not only is it going to be helpful for that type of like expectorant quality, um, but it really does just help to bring um, a deeper sense of breath into the lungs. And it really helps us to find like pain relief, I would say, especially if you tried putting it on the outside of your lungs. So rubbing some rosemary infused tea or vinegar or a lotion or a salve onto your chest. It would help with any discomfort there. And of course, because rosemary is so uplifting and so lovely for the mood, it also helps to lift some of the malaise that's associated with just feeling <laughs> under the weather. Um, so on that note, Rosemary is also just a wonderful heart and circulatory tonic. Um, it definitely um, is found, I would say, in a lot of circulatory formulas. It's very effective at its job. I think of it immediately for people who get really cold extremities and really cold digits, like their fingers and toes get cold quite often. Um, rosemary can definitely help to bring that warmth, that circulation, that movement to those cold hands and feet. Um, it's great for people that get really down in the winter, maybe because they're simply not moving as much um, and getting as much exercise. So again, it's bringing in that nice stimulation um, and helping to push out some of that lethargy that's associated with the cold weather and the more dormant times of the year. Um, and I do find that it has this really amazing ability to 
make us feel warmer in general. So that's part of the diaphoretic quality, right? Like if you are someone who just does not like to be cold, or if you are feeling cold and you just can't get warm, try drinking something warming because it's going to help to raise your internal temperature um, by helping to stimulate your circulatory system, by getting that heart moving and the lungs moving and the blood pumping through your veins. So that'll be a really nice one. Um, For any kind of winter blend, um, let's see. I also love working with rosemary for its mood and spirit qualities. So I find that rosemary is great for people that tend to feel depression, nervousness, um, just kind of like spaced out, I guess would be a good way to say it, um, disembodied. Um, So a lot of people talk about rosemary as like a brain tonic, which I definitely think that it helps to bring circulation to the brain, which we need. Um, and it definitely helps to bring clarity and a sense of calm focus to the mind, um, as well as helping with memory, but it's really nice as well for bringing people down to earth, um, for bringing people out of their heads and into their bodies. Um, and just feeling like full presence, um, full presence, full awareness. Um, and so as you can see, it has, again, these kind of two dueling qualities where it's both good for uplifting depression, um, as well as quelling nervousness as well as quelling like this distractibility, this distracted mind. Um, and, it really, I think, over a long period of time helps to build integrity of the nervous system and helps to build integrity of our mental processes and of thinking and of feeling embodied and of getting there easier and more quickly, getting into the body more easily, more quickly. So I think the last thing I will share about this beautiful plant is it's flower essence. So I'm going to read from um, FES, and which is the Flower Essence Society, and then also Sister Spencer. Each of these two essence makers create a rosemary flower essence. So FES, this is part of their quintessentials collection. Um, It says, the positive qualities of rosemary, warm physical presence and mental vitality, healthy embodiment, patterns of imbalance, forgetfulness or poor learning ability, loosely incarnated in body, lacking physical, etheric warmth, especially in bodily extremities, traumatic out-of-body spiritual experiences. So that's their description of the flower essence. And then Sister Spinster has a description that says, Rosemary is an essence of embodiment, helping one feel fully present in their body as a divine manifestation of spirit. A lovely essence for one who feels uncomfortable in their body, 
Rosemary also brings vibrancy to our mental patterns and helps us to open up to our brilliance. So I will leave off there. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me talk about rosemary and share some of its wonderful medicine with you. Um, I would love to hear any of your relationships to rosemary, so feel free to send me an email if you are inspired to. There's so much folklore and magic and kitchen witchery and medicine that surrounds rosemary that I think everyone has their own unique experience with it. And I always love to hear people's stories. So for now I will leave off and I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you benefit from it. I hope you get to drink a little rosemary tea after listening. And until next time, I'm wishing you all a beautiful rest of the month. Farewell.